T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A long-time NFL quarterback and analyst now, uh, host on Sports Talk 790 in Houston. He joins us every single home Day on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Sean Salisbury, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing today, man? Doing well. Are you? Do you believe that this uh, this retirement is real from Tom Brady? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, it's uh, 23 years. He said about seven, eight, ten years ago, whatever it was, that he wanted to play till he was 45. I didn't believe it last year because it was so open ended. Um, this one to come on and not let some insider say. Well, you know, sources are close saying that he's going to retire. This is just him on a video, you know, for a minute telling us he's done. I, I think he is. Um, and, you know, he had a what everybody would consider a bad season at 45 for him. And he threw 25 touchdowns, less than 10 picks, and almost 4,700 yards. So he can still play. But I, I don't think it's the season that is the grind. What he went through in the off season that, you know, anybody who's been through a divorce and, and family issues can be very difficult, no doubt. And then the, when you're, the, the, you know, you got the weight of the football franchise on your shoulders that if you don't play well, they, they, they don't have a chance to win and to go out there and do it. I think it's the grind in the off season because he's such a competitor. He said, hey, man, forget the off season. You'll be in great shape to show up and start playing after training camp, although that wouldn't be his personality. I, I think he'd still love to compete, but – I think he is done. Matter of fact, I think I, there's no way he's coming back. He doesn't want to be the laughing stock where people say, dude, come on. Like you guys were mentioned about in different sports or wrestling. It's like a concert tour. I love Elton John, but Elton John's been on his last concert tour in George Strait like 15 times. So they keep coming back. Tom doesn't want to do that. This is it for him. And he is the best football player ever. He's the biggest. He, he belongs with Gretzky and Jordan and Ali and, and Babe Ruth up there on that Mount Rushmore, if there's room for five, he's that guy. So because you say that, because you agree he's the GOAT, is there a yep. definitive moment where Tom Brady became the GOAT? Um, I, I, you know, for me, I, I think there are moments. I don't know if that – I think it would be unfair to say definitive because I think going in as the quarterback GOAT, you know, I think we all thought, well, Marino was the best pure passer and Elway was in the conversation – but it was Montana because he 4-0 in Super Bowls. Three of those, I believe, he was the MVP. So he was the guy. And then, you know, Brady in Super Bowl after Super Bowl in appearance. And then I remember, you know, when Manning would put up those big numbers, people said, yeah, well, system quarterback, he can't put up the numbers. And, well, next thing you know, he's one of the MVP throwing for over, you know, uh, 50 touchdowns. And he's gone later in his career after 40, winning Super Bowls, and he's put up multiple you know, big seasons on a regular basis. So 
People that wondered about winning, well, he ha- handled that. People wondered, could he win away from Belichick? He handled that. People won- wondered if he could put up gaudy numbers outside the system, not just defense and, and, and making some plays, and he did that. And he's won five Super Bowl MVPs, and on one of them he was through for over 500 yards and lost out to Nick Foles. So I, I think for me, you know, it wasn't just, oh, he's got as many Super Bowls as Joe. It's just kind of the way he went about it. Roster changes. It didn't matter. Get Randy Moss. He's there short time. Boom. Play great with him. Get him out. Somebody else, whether it was Jabbar Gaffney or, or Hogan, who was a former lacrosse player, he seemed to elevate everybody in the building. And the more he went to carrying teams offensively. And then for me, I looked at the offensive side of the ball, not defense. How many Hall of Famers did Brady play with in New England on the offensive side of the ball? Gronk going to be in. And it was and Moss for a short period of time, very short period of time. Other than that, I, Welker's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. Julian Edelman's a borderline guy. I don't know if he'll make it. Maybe he will. Um, offensive line, I don't know. Logan Mankins, are we going to put him in? Matt Light's not going to be Hall of Famer, although he's a good player. So you go down the list. They, they, there's no running back. Corey Dillon's not going to the Hall of Fame. So he did it no matter what. Yeah, I. I don't know if there was a moment, but once he started to push mid to late 30s and kept winning and then hit 40 and kept winning, it, the, the quarterback thing was a battle for a while when he passed Montana. But the GOAT, meaning the best of all time, passed Rice and Jim Brown, was when he started, you know, he'd go to 10 and win 7 and MVP and kept doing it into his 40s. It became uh, pretty apparent that's the best football player we've ever had. Sean, are the two best teams in the NFL in the Super Bowl? They are. Uh, I, I think we had the four best, obviously, heading into it. The, the reason why is we had an MVP. I mean, all the other things. There's a lot of equal going on. Um, but there the more weaknesses on the other two teams. And when I say weakness, not many. San Francisco, the weakness was you're on your third quarterback, although he's played like a starter. You were literally on your third quarterback, and then he gets hurt. Um, now, had he played the full game, could they have won? Sure, because I thought D'Amico Ryan's defense was lights out. But the difference is for the full season, you had MVP. Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate the whole year. So I would have given Philadelphia a slight edge, although I rode with the 49ers to win the game. But when he went out, it was done, Purdy. Um, and then, but they've been the most consistent and the, most, the, the best team all year long consistently week in and week out has been Philadelphia. On the other side, I liked Cincinnati in the game as well. But their glaring week, even if it wasn't glaring, because the week before they played well against Buffalo, was the inability to, to every single week stave off relentless pass rush. And they, they, they couldn't in that game. They gave up sacks, and Joe was uncharacteristic with a couple of interceptions, one bad one down the left side. Um, and the Kansas City Chiefs, when we say best, I don't think they're the most talented. Cincinnati's most offensively. They're as talented as anybody all year long offensively. Um, the quarterback, the three receivers, when Mixon and P. Ryan. They're loaded on the, in the skilled perimeter positions. But Mahomes, we see what happens. He just does things different. And they ran the ball pretty damn well to Kansas City. So skilled-wise, Cincinnati. But overall, just the consistent execution. And he just happens to be the great equalizer. He can get away with a lot of stuff because he makes stuff so much off schedule. We are. I, now, if you told me San Francisco and Cincinnati were in it, would I say that six and one half dozen and the other? Sure. But you got to play them all out. you got to finish them. I think it's just a shame, San Francisco, we didn't get to see them at their best because once you get to a quarterback who's got 13 teams in 10 years, you're probably limited. When he got hurt, it was done. 
Sean Salisbury on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You mentioned the the Niners. Kyle Shanahan just said in his press conference that he sees no scenario in which Jimmy Garoppolo is back with the Niners for 2023. There are whispers of Brock Purdy having Tommy John surgery, which, I mean, keeps baseball players out more than a year. What should the Niners do at quarterback? Uh, really, there's well, they're going to have to find uh, a second and a third one. The NFL, I mean, we got to get to the point. We, the NFL doesn't want to see what they saw in that playoff game. But as far as the starter goes, at this time last year, they were turning it over to Trey Lance a, a month from now. It was going to be his team. Jimmy was hurt, and that's why they give up all those assets. And then we've seen him take, what, 120-some snaps or whatever it is in a league, gets hurt again. So a durability, you start to wonder what's going to happen there. But freak injuries or what have you happen. And he wasn't. He didn't show great consistency in the times he's played, but he showed flashes of brilliance, obviously. And to give up that many assets, you know how good he can be. But you know, what's the choice? Brock Purdy's going to be out for a year. You got to go get. A, uh, you got to go get. If anybody knows on the fourth quarterback, you got to go get a backup that can win games for you, whoever that might be. But. Uh, it's two questions of starter. Do you believe that Lance is going to be? And now it's, it's amazing how this game works. It was Purdy, Lance's team, then it went to Purdy, and now the door's back open, unfortunately, by injury, but it happens. Now Lance has got a chance to go out and corral the job and grab it around the throat and, and own it if they decide he's the starter. Or you say, okay, do we want Derek Carr? Do we want, uh, do we want to try to keep Jimmy? But Kyle said no. So then what? You, you work somehow in the draft to trade. So you can get a young, but that's a young rookie now, and Trey Lance is in his infancy. I don't see them bringing in another guy because Purdy's going to be back eventually. Guys come back from that a lot of times stronger and with a better arm in baseball. Isn't it Trey Lance's gig? I mean, if he's healthy and they shows during OTAs, which he's supposed to be back for, aren't you back where you started from in 2022 at the, or 2022 at the beginning of the season? It was his team. He gets hurt, Jimmy's, and then comes back to Brock Purdy. They didn't expect to be in this situation for any reason. So I would imagine if you trade Trey Lance, what are you trading him for? Uh, a higher draft pick to go get a rookie. You only do that if you think Trey Lance is a, I guess, a, uh, a bust on the first round or isn't what you thought he was and that Brock Purdy's going to take a lot longer and he's not your franchise deal. I think they're going to run it back with him, and when he rolls through it and Purdy's healthy, depending on what Lance does, they'll compete. I don't see a scenario, maybe Aaron Rodgers, I guess, if you didn't think Lance was the guy, but it's a lot of red tape, a lot of salary, and a, uh, some assets you're going to have to give up that they've already given up to get Trey Lance. It's, it's a fantasy probably, but they'd obviously be better with Aaron Rodgers. It sounds cool, but I think that's a, a lot of moving parts to get to. But if they do, that would be the viable one. They've got a Super Bowl team. You don't want that window to close on you because they are lights out as a football team, and they got weapons, Rodgers would fit well. That seems like a something we're all begging for, but have we seen the best of Trey Lance? No, so we'll find out. Sean, is any coach worth worth a first-round pick? I said yes. Now, it depends on who you are and how your roster's formulated. Here's why. is uh, and, and not just a first-round pick, but let's just say worth $20 million. I'll ask you guys this. Over the most part, will the 20th pick of the draft, whatever it is, what are they getting up? Somewhere in the 20s because of where the, where the, that, that they're, uh, the Saints finished, right? I mean, the, uh, where the, uh, 
what am I losing my mind? Where the the, the uh, where they finished? Where they're giving the Broncos the Saints? The Broncos are giving the Saints. Where the Broncos finish in the twenties? Somewhere. I mean, where are the Broncos picking? I guess is what I'm saying. Where oh, so I think they had Miami's first round pick. So that'd yeah. be like twenty fifth. There you go. Okay, so with Miami's pick, yeah. Sorry, getting it turned, uh, getting it screwed up. But <laughs> when they send that, there's twenty fifth pick. All right. So you tell me. In most drafts, will the twenty fifth pick of the draft have more of an impact on it? You expect them to be around, let's say, a decade. Will the twenty fifth pick of the draft make a bigger impact normally than a supposedly franchise changing coach who went to a Super Bowl, was constantly in the playoffs, and who many hold in high regard? So forget the money just right now. Who do you guys think would make a bigger impact normally? The 20th pick, the 25th pick, or a, a, a coach like Mike Tomlin, a coach like, you know, Sean Payton, even though I hold Tomlin in higher regard. Obviously, you do it for Andy Reid and Mike Tomlin. Why not Sean Payton? Now, you got to get it out of him. They've got a good roster. If you're a bad team and you're four years away, I wouldn't because you need assets. If I was the Texans, I wouldn't have either, but I would have considered it. I'd kick the tires. So, yeah, I think there are some, but. You saw a lot of teams back off because I don't think they wanted to give up the assets. But you got to ask yourself, who's going to impact my 53 players, or is it going to be one guy that impacts them? I wouldn't do it for the first pick, but I would have to consider it in middle-round picks or, or middle of the first round and later because it's Sean Payton, and they need him to change Russell Wilson's fortunes because Russ Wilson was awful last year. Sean, looking to the Browns here, uh, a lot of us were asking the question, watching the Bengals, watching the Chiefs and 49ers and Eagles this weekend. Uh, so we'll ask you this question. How far are the Browns off what we saw this weekend in the conference title round? How far are the Browns away from that? Is that what you said? I'm sorry, you just cut yes. out. You said how far. Um, well, think about what are the Baltimore, what's Baltimore going to do with Lamar Jackson. That has something to do with it because that position is so important. You got a guy that's supposed to be Lamar and Joe Burrow and Deshaun Watson. Uh, the the defense is going to have to get better and with a new coach. Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun on the same page. Will they live up to the talent? Talent they belong. Hell, Pittsburgh was nine and what nine and eight this year. No business doing it. They were well coached and they they overachieved. And they'll probably end up getting better at some point. I think we all believe that. Well, then you ask the question: What about Cincinnati? They're not getting any worse. So what they have to do is obviously they're going to have to tackle better on the quarterback's going to have to, and I said, going to have to play like the most valuable player in the league. That's just the nature of where they are right now. And then they're going to have to have other guys step up their game at the perimeter position. We know they can run the football. So there's a lot to get done in a very, in truth, extremely tough division when everybody's right and healthy and Pittsburgh will get better. I assure you. So um, it's going to take a minute. The AFC the gauntlet of quarterbacks in the AFC is frigging brutal. So there's going to have to be a lot done instead of all the talk that we've had. It's going to have to be time for them to step their game up and actually get it done on the field and over the talk. Sean, we've had a few people on this week over the last couple of weeks that have said they didn't think Deshaun Watson got better over the six games that we saw. Uh, when you look from Houston to, to Pittsburgh, did you see uh, adjustments? Did you see a better iteration of Deshaun Watson? And, and if so, where did you see those gr that growth? I, I'm a little spoiled with this because I've seen the best of Deshaun Watson here in Houston, and I think I'm probably with most of the, most of the fans. I saw, you know, it, I think in games, in moments, there were certain things that reminded you of Deshaun Watson. 
stepping out of a you know a potential sack, making a throw on time and and accurate. And you you saw flashes of it. Not enough consistency. So you could make the argument for somebody who watched every single snap and saw him that. Uh, and I thought he would, guys. I thought he'd make. I don't know about quantum leaps, but bigger leaps quicker. But listen, out of football, new system, verbiage, all that, and then putting it into play on a team that, quite frankly, did not live up to their hype. So he had a lot carrying on his shoulder and a lot of off-the-field burden he had to deal with. But I'm making excuses for him. He's better than that. And he's going to have to play far better next year, a full off season. So I, I would say that the, the worry did get better is understanding they're keeping the same head coach and the verbiage will be easier and kind of get into the mind of the way Kevin Stefanski goes about calling plays in a game, that's where he improved because you can't help but improve. But as far as the Deshaun Watson we're used to seeing, he looked like an average player, an above-average player at times, with flashes. You're going to have to be more flashy. You're going to have to play like he did here before he left for anybody to think that, that he's elevated. And he will get better. The question is, how much better and how much will the guys do around him? But there's a lot of road to travel because right now you'd say on paper he's the third best quarterback in the division when Lamar Jackson's healthy. But I don't believe that's going to be the truth when all is said and done. Sean, we got about 30 seconds, buddy. What do you think of the D'Amico Ryan's hire in Houston? Phenomenal. He's, he's as held in as high regard as anybody who was an assistant looking for a job in this cycle or last year's cycle. He was, he's a phenomenal leader. The thing, the two traits that I have to have with my coach, he's got to elevate the building around everybody in the building and make them better and he does players everybody and he is a phenomenal leader and you saw what he did with the defense he even made it better from robert sala it's the first step in the right direction for the houston Texans to get out of this dysfunction sean you elevate the show the way D'Amico ryan's might elevate things in houston we appreciate you buddy have a great week Thank you, guys, as always. I appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. You. Great stuff with, uh, with our friend Sean Salisbury just moments ago, and it does feel like the NFL news has just nonstop come in today. Yeah. Tom Brady is retiring uh, again, and uh, you know the Shanahan stuff on the, the San Francisco quarterback spot where he said at his end-of-year availability – actually, no. Yeah, no, that is what today would be because I'm assuming tomorrow would be the exit interviews for San Francisco mm-hmm. – uh, for the players, he said uh, he sees no scenario in which Jimmy Garoppolo is back with the Niners in 2023, which makes a lot of sense. I always felt like that was part of the agreement for him to come back as the backup to Trey Lance last year. It's still it's still shocking that given Purdy's health and Trey Lance's uh, lack of decent play when he did play this year, it's still shocking to see that that uh, a Jimmy G era is over in San Fran. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's weird because I don't. I'm not. I don't have an allegiance. But I, I, I mean, like I like Jimmy G, but it's just weird to to, to think that that kind of era is over. Mm-hmm. You know. And I and listen, there are a lot of and and I don't know that all of them are going to work out. We saw that with this last year. Like I thought, Matt Ryan to Indianapolis was really going to be the missing piece. I thought Matt Ryan still had the juice. He did not. That didn't help that they. Uh, that that Jim Irsay had him benched twice in the season and forced it on his coaches, that didn't help. But, like, I thought that was going to work out. But you look at the coaches that are available. Good, or sorry, good players that are available. Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, in the right scenario, I think both of those guys can still, can still make an impact in new places. Where do you think Jimmy G ends up? 
Well, before LaFleur got fired as the Jets OC, I would have said the Jets. Yeah. Well, Robert Sala's still there, so maybe the Jets. Um, a lot of people have pointed out now that Brady's off the board, maybe in maybe in Vegas. Yeah. But it's just like it's so weird. I think I think Derek Carr and and, and Jimmy G kind of have they're not similar. Oh, they are similar quarterbacks, but like Derek Carr is just Jimmy Garoppolo uh, without the health issues. Yeah. So it kind of feels like a lateral move if you're McDaniel's, but I'm I I really find it hard to believe because Sean was basically like, yeah, it's gonna be Trey Lance. He might be right. You got a championship window, and I can't believe they're just going to go all in on Trey Lance, especially if Brock Purdy can't play next year. Um, the, the Purdy thing is interesting because he may miss the entire offseason, and he played so well down the stretch. I, I just don't know. They're in a tough spot. They're in a tough spot. I mean, Trey do you, do you trust Trey Lance to stay healthy? No. Well, not just stay healthy. Is he any good? I mean, he was the rawest of all the, the quarterbacks in 2020, having or in 2021, having only like 18 career college games. Mm -hmm. I can't believe a guy. I can't believe a guy like Shanahan's going to just roll Lance out there. I mean, maybe you bring in like a Flacco as a back. Maybe, maybe you bring in Trey Lance security, you know, insurance. I still can't believe you're not going to try for an Aaron Rodgers. I just it just looks as easy like San Francisco or Green Bay clearly wants to move on and look at what they have in Jordan Love. Yeah. I know you're going to be wasting the rest of the rookie contract with Trey Lance. Okay, I'd rather waste because you don't know what you have in Trey Lance. I'd rather waste that than I would waste a championship window. Yeah. And that defense is already you've already had to you know subtract uh DeForest Buckner You've already had to start subtracting guys. Oh, right. Some guys have aged out, like Richard Sherman. Like, man, I don't know. I, w I think going with Trey Lance is the conservative play. I think going with Aaron Rodgers is the kind of move that you win a Super Bowl. That's a Bowl. ballsy move. Yeah. And I, and I think, if anything, like that's who Lynch and Shanahan are, right? Like the, the decision to trade up for Lance was ballsy. It was really ballsy. No, at the time, people were like, "What are you? What are you doing?" I mean, you you, you got Garoppolo who's taking out to, to championship games here, and the NFC is to be yeah. had. The NFC is totally to be had. Yeah. So that was one big piece of news we got today. In what happens there, and I also want Aaron Rodgers in the NFC. Please, there's no more room at the inn, Aaron. All right, we already have Sean Payton going to the West. He might salvage Russell Wilson. We there's no more room for franchise quarterbacks. Uh, in the AFC. Please stay the hell away, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, but the big news was Tom Brady's retirement. And one of the questions we asked him was like, when did Tom Brady become the GOAT? And I, to me, it was when he won the fourth championship. At, you know what? Actually, I'm going to take that back. It was the 28-3. to When he came back for the second title of the second of the three championships, and they came back from, 20, from down 28-3 to against Atlanta in the Super Bowl, not only was that one of the greatest comebacks in, in NFL history yeah. in the Super Bowl, in any game, not just the Super Bowl, but five titles. Yeah. And that was a year where there were parts of that year where people had started to doubt his ability to do the thing. And, oh, by the way, they did it again next year, and all the guy did is win. Yeah. And 
I, I do think he's catchable. Like, there's a part of me that if LeBron really does surpass Michael in the eyes of, of basketball fans, I don't know how anyone's ever going to play as long as LeBron and be as dominant as LeBron has been. Dude's 38 years old, 39 years old. He's averaging like 30 points a game. It's insane. It's, it is it is otherworldly. With Brady, I kind of feel like the only guy that's got a chance in the, in the game now is Mahomes because of how young he started. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's why Brady is so like you know Joe Montana was relatively what five years six years in when they won their first Super Bowl okay so Joe was probably twenty seven twenty eight when he won his first Super Bowl like look at the previous goats Tom Brady was like twenty four and rattled three off right out of the way right out of the gate he's been to ten that's that like I remember he's like, won seventy percent of his Super Bowls well, he's been to eighteen percent of the Super Bowls that have been played. Yeah, that's actually a really cool stat. Well, but like Charles Haley was a guy where Charles had, had been to the Super Bowl with the Niners and the Cowboys. And I think Charles had been to like seven Super Bowls. And I remember thinking to myself, that'll never be caught again. Not by a great player, which Charles was. And then for Brady to do that as a quarterback, and the only thing, the only seller's remorse that I had about Tom Brady retiring today is in the off chance he did go to San Francisco – and win a third Super Bowl. I that he's the only guy that could have done it. Go to three, win three Super Bowls in three different markets. Yeah. And there there was a part of me, and I told you earlier, like my relationship to Tom Brady changed. When when he I just thought he was humanized this year. I thought he was a guy that looked like life kicked the crap out of him. There were moments where he talked about uh missing things with his kids and where, you know, kind of talked kind of openly about his heartache mm-hmm. that he was going through without being specific, talking right. about the divorce. And I just thought that was really cool and really brave of him to do. Right. And really human of him to do. That, I he's the only guy. That, so I already rooted for him, but man, the idea of doing something like three Super Bowls as a starting quarterback of three right. different teams would have been really it's cool. Pretty, it's pretty incredible. Nobody could catch that. No one will. I think Mahomes, I, I one, I don't see Mahomes switching teams. I think Mahomes has a chance to catch him on seven titles. I don't think I don't see it. I mean, five years as a starter, three Super Bowls. If he wins, he'll have two. He'll yep. He'll need five more. Yep. Well, that's but a if, lot. If you're if you're going the LeBron James path of going to be in the AFC title game every year, yeah. But he's also in the AFC, which means that's the toughest conference in football. Can I? Why does why does being in the AFC not matter to the Chiefs and it matters to every other NFL team? Like the Steelers, they've got a couple playoff runs. They've missed the playoffs. The Ravens, couple playoff runs, they missed the playoffs. Like every great team in the in the AFC has has have succumbed to the ebbs and flows of the immense and ridiculous amount of talent in the AFC, except the Chiefs. Yeah. If anything, they've been the top of the pops. AFC title or better every year since Mahomes took over. Dynasty. You know. We'll have a bigger conversation on this tomorrow when we mm-hmm. don't have as much breaking news. I do think – I don't think they're a dynasty yet. If they win next Sunday, two championships in five years – oh, and by the way, that championship they had was the first championship in 50 years. Right. So it's even though it's a very beloved organization, it's not, it's not the Packers, right? It's not, um, it's not the Cowboys. It's not the 49ers. It's not a, 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 a town that's accustomed to winning at that level consistently. Mm-hmm. 
So they had already won the first one in 50 years. You get to five straight AFC title games, and you win two of them. To me, it's right up there with LeBron right. going to eight straight NBA finals, even though he won, what, three of them? Don't care. That is so hard to People do. People hold that against great players. Yep. They don't hold against Jordan because he didn't get there every year. Isn't that crazy? Like, Michael won his first title in his mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about the, the fact that Detroit whooped his ass. Nope. I mean, even in the series where his first playoff series where he dropped like 60, even then, the Bulls lost. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> how do you get penalized? It's kind of for, amazing. How do you get penalized for losing in a championship round or a championship game? Doesn't make sense. But it does because it's haterade. Well, it's haterade, yeah. And listen, as a man who drank haterade from Tom Brady, or, or, uh, uh, Tom Brady haterade for a long time, <laughs> um, I, I can admit that I think that's what's happened. And by the way, I, I think it's what's starting to happen with Mahomes too. Not necessarily here, but like when you were out on Monday, we, yeah. we got into the conversation of like, are people bored with the Chiefs' greatness? I think we're getting there. Because... Like with Brady, yeah, you, you did have, you know, there was the, what was it, three Super Bowls in four years. Or no, 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 sorry. You you won the three Super Bowls, and then he came back, and he had the 16-0 and year. That's the first time. The 16-0 and year was the first time I really sensed that people were done with the Patriots' greatness. But even then, you had gaps. You had years where either they missed the playoffs, or, or like a year they missed the playoffs, or right. like they topped out in like the divisional round. Yeah, it feels like the fatigue with Mahomes is getting real, though. You think so? Yes. Again, not here. But I think... Nationally? It, yeah, and especially in AFC markets where they're sick of that guy kicking their ass. Yeah, I think so. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.